Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Brian Gordon, he is a personal favorite, a show favorite, a friend of this program and me. Uh, we love having him on. Uh, he's one of the leading authorities out there when it comes to all things long-term care insurance, all things long-term care, really. He brings so much to the table. Uh, his his company, which uh, he's going to introduce here in just a moment, uh, you know, is uh, you guys have been doing this for uh, almost five decades. Isn't that right? Scary enough, yes. It's been that long. <laughs> <laughs> now, you haven't been doing it that long, uh, but you've been doing it since when? The, the 90s, is that right? I started in 1990, yes, I did. And, yeah. Uh, yep. Time goes fast when you're having fun. Hey, tell us a little bit about the company real quickly, its story, and its new brand, its new name, which I'm excited about. Sure, no, ab absolutely. So Gordon Associates Long-Term Care Planning is the new name of our company. Um, our company was started back in 1975 by my father, Marie Gordon, who was, is a pioneer in the long-term care industry and uh, got into this business working with working in small towns, working with you know middle America, helping them protect their future and help pay for long-term care expenses. Um, today we are, you know, we're more of a national company than more of a local company and do a lot of work from coast to coast with financial advisors and different centers of influences, helping people who actually want to plan for their long-term care um, try, try to take care of that for themselves. And um, our new website also, I should mention that is um, www.galtci.com. That's galtci.com. So that's, that's our new site. And uh, we try to uh, educate and make sure people understand what they're looking at when it comes to the different options that they have um, for long-term care planning. Love it. All right. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, every time you're on, and, and any long-term listener show knows, I have a background in, in the insurance business. I spent years in it. So I know more than most, and I, I think, you know, just because of what I did. And we, of course, sell long-term care part of the, you know, time. I always had to bring in experts because it's one of those delicate things that needs to be done right. There's not a whole – it doesn't feel like there's a lot of margin of error you know, but we sold enough where I knew a lot. But every time I have you on, I realize how little I know, and so I always get I always get uh, enlightened, and I always enjoy our conversations. Today's one that that is a good example of that: adult kids' responsibility for a long term long term care costs. Why don't you start off by kind of setting the stage for us? Sure. You know, when people are going through this process and they are needing care and as our, as our parents are aging, you know, obviously I would say most kids want to make sure their parents are well taken care of and that they don't have to give up things late in life that, that they might be accustomed to if, if, if possible. And what, what a lot of families are finding out sometimes when it's too late that their parents did not do a good job of financially managing their own situation. And we see a lot of kids nowadays trying to figure out ways that they can help mom and dad, um, help their grandparents, you know, pay for something like this. And uh, a lot of families are just not in a, in a financial position to really help their parents. Um, they can help manage things, but they sometimes cannot financially help them do that. And so we, we've seen a lot of scenarios where family members maybe want to move into a retirement community. They want to move into a, in, in maybe an assisted living or even a nursing facility, and their parents might not have the money to do that. And we do find in some cases that the 
kids do sign as a co-signer for them to move in there, which then, of course, would make the kids, you know, would make them somewhat responsible for the bills if their parents are not able to pay the full amount. And, uh, you know, it's something that people are dealing with on a regular basis when it comes to this stuff. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and so this is where planning on the front end really helps a lot. Um, and, uh, and, and I don't think a lot of people even thought about this or think about this. Um, but a lot of times you don't have a whole lot of options otherwise. Right, right. Well, and it always goes back to that. We've had conversations over the years, and I'll get advisors asking me about is, you know, do my family members have responsibility for their parents? And we've all heard the term filial responsibility, and that's basically, you know, kind of a law that would impose a duty upon the adult children to support their parents um, or relatives, um, you know, to help make sure that they can take care of things. Um, I can tell you that those filial responsibilities, there, there are a lot of times they're, 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 they're written and they're out there with the states, but they're really not enforced a lot of times where, where families are going to be obligated for that. And I think that's what people don't realize, and, and, and they don't realize that in the U.S., at one time we had 40 states that had that filial responsibility available. Last time I checked, it was 30. And when I went and did my research for our call today, there are, there are 26 states in the U.S. that have that in there. And they all have their own wow. different rules and things like that. So, yeah. Interesting. So talk about, you know, what I can think of some nightmare scenarios, including getting sued uh, if the kids aren't handling the situation, um, you know, in a manner that's going to work for everyone involved. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. So you know, anyone who's dealt with a family member who's ever needed care, who's ever had to go into a, a facility of some sort, they know that, 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 that their parents would and, and their family members would have to be an open book with their finances, and they really look at that very, very carefully before they allow people to move into the communities. And uh, so, so that's part of what happens on the front end of things a lot of times, and that's then where they end up having the conversations with the families of saying, hey, you know, your mom or dad are short, you know, 1500 or 3000 dollars a month to pay our bills is this something that you and your siblings could, could take care of and then we could allow your mom or dad or grandparents to move into the community um, knowing that the family is at least going to you know uh, uh, you know stand behind it and take care of the expenses that mom and dad can't afford um, we see we see quite a few kids doing this um, I have a couple friends that are doing this for their parents as we speak um, and that's just they're just doing it because they can and they want to um, but there's really no, you know, there's no one telling us that we have to do that for our parents. And uh, that, that's what I think people don't realize a lot of times is that sometimes they feel pressured into doing it. But, but a lot of times, you know, we, we, we cannot be really responsible for our parents' things unless we co-signed on them. And that's a whole different argument, a whole different situation um, if, if we actually signed off on a credit card or a mortgage or something like that. Um, but when, when, when it comes yeah. to caring for them, it, it, they don't have to worry about that as much. Yeah, and it's really important for the person to realize that you're not benefiting whoever you co-sign for if you're not going to be able to, to uh, handle the situation if it goes south. You know, so, so why bother? Right. Now, feel right. bad that you can't do it, uh, but don't injure yourself and really ultimately whoever you would be co-signing for by signing that because you're not going to benefit them either. And right. so uh, keep that in mind. Again, all of this pointing back, to uh, planning. Uh, prior preparation prevents poor performance, and that includes in areas like this. So 
What options do adult children? Yeah, what other options do adult children have? Where does long-term care insurance play? So obviously, you know, if if the parent is already needing care and getting ready to go to assisted living or nursing homes, we're we're beyond that already. They can't get the they can't get insurance for themselves. Um, but there are you know there are there are scenarios where, where families should be looking at communities that that would allow a Medicaid patient, so someone that's spent down their assets and has very limit limited income and assets to work with, can go on to Medicaid in the states and they can be taken care of under that system as well. And I think what what people do terrible job with, and I see this time and time again, is that the kids have no idea what's going on in the parents' lives. They have no idea what's going on financially, and then when they all of a sudden get thrown in it at the 11th hour, the kids are are blown away at just how poorly their parents planned and how all over the board they are. So I think that the first step is having conversations if you can, um, if your parents are willing to talk to you about it, because I know a lot of parents don't want to talk about their finances. Um, I got a call the other day from a client that wanted to me refer him to a financial advisor and she told the advisor like I don't want my kids to know what I have and, I'm, and we're trying to put a plan together so that they know if she needed care you know what was going to happen how it was going to play out so really important to know really what what's going on in your parents and your family's lives um, because you could get thrown into this and, and, and not really know what you're dealing with until until you're there and uh, so yeah you got, absolutely you know, so yeah, yeah, Medicaid is one option. You also have situations where family members can go to like a CCRC retirement community, or if they can get in there and they can financially qualify and maybe they're a little bit short, we also see kids that will step up a little bit and help their parents, whether it's the endowment, the upfront fee that they have to pay, or some monthly um, amounts that they'd have to pay for their parents. Um, they really try to work with them to get them into these communities. <clears throat> and, and when the parents are in good health, um, we used to work with a number of retirement communities in the Chicago area and in, in the Milwaukee area where they would come to us if a parent, if a family member was short, let's say they were short two, three, four hundred thousand dollars to move into their communities, they will look at long-term care insurance as an asset because if that person becomes sick, that that long-term care policy will help pay some of the cost as well. So you know, so we're seeing that as well, where where families are trying to get their parents into a CCRC so they know they're taken care of forever. And, and if you recall from our our, our, our conversations over the years, that's just a continuing care retirement community where someone moves in and if they run out of assets, the community is still going to take care of them for the rest of their lives. There you go. That's good to know. Uh, Brian Gordon, Gordon Associates, their website is JALTCI.com. Did I get it right? I'm working on that. It's GA, GA for Gordon Associates Long-Term Care Planning, GALTCI. Yeah, I didn't say that. I didn't I, say that. Okay, I thought I did. G A L T C I, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. That yeah, is correct. Com. Okay, I thought I said that. Okay, G A L T C I dot com. Forgive us, you know, because he's been on my show for years with a different name. He wisely changed names based on uh, various factors. This made more sense. Uh, but, you know, what's the old saying? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> right, right. It'll, it'll start rolling so, off so, easier eventually. <laughs> yeah, so, so, I, so you know, with that, I, I'm finding the change a little rough. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. That's a bad joke. But, uh, but, Brian, always glad to have you on, my friend. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Always good to be here. Yeah, make sure you check him out. He's phenomenal. I love what he does, and we love having him on. I am Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business.